crazy. Hey, but that's how it goes. I need to go to a happier place. I feel romantic. Get half Aussie. Just go to bed, darling. <gasps> All right, change the subject. I'm Aussie. I'm Sharon. I'm Jack. And I'm Kelly. That's the Osbournes here, folks. Uh, yeah, Osborne Podcast, uh, and we're back after a five-year hiatus. Has hey, it really been five you, years? What have you been doing for five, five, five Jack, years? You're joking. What have you been doing for five years? Five. What have I been doing for five years? Oh, f- making babies. Uh, n- yes, some. Have you found out what causes that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very rare condition. Um, In the last five years. You, your family's grown by two. Yes, because yeah, uh, Maple uh, Minnie wasn't born when we did it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we've had two more babies, and then Kelly had a baby. Well, let's we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, the Osborne's podcast is back. It's going to be back more permanently now, and we're starting something called Osborne Media House. What which, does that mean? What does that mean, Osborne Media House? So what we're going to do is we're going to create a um, a channel. Yeah, it's basically our own web channel where people uh, can get all the content we own, which is the original Osborne series, which hasn't been seen since it went off the air, um, and a bunch of other stuff that we've, you know, you know, mother and father have collected over the years, um, show-wise, and then everyone's podcast is going to be housed on there. Kelly, what is your podcast going to be about? <laughs> you like the way you asked. Kelly... Um- we're still de- in development, but it will be with my best friend, Daniel, who is absolutely hilarious. He's a very talented actor, and I also think he should be a musician because he can sing. Okay. But uh, we will be talking about everything. I don't want anything to be off limits. Can we maybe see a uh, a super group being formed with Kelly and Daniel? You could call it KD. <laughs> maybe. That would be fun, actually. <laughs> KD. Yeah, because Kelly and Daniel, KD. Kelly and Daniel are going to release an album together. Does does Daniel sing? Daniel can sing, yes. I think they should call it Kelly Pop. (gasps) K-pop. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Special K-pop. It's a bit bit old to be Kelly Pop. Kelly's uh, Kelly's nickname. What are you trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) Putting my foot in my mouth as usual. Um, So, wait. So, you're going to talk about... Motherhood. Okay, I will say that I know I'm going to annoy people talking about motherhood because it's like the best thing that has ever happened to me. And I'm obsessed with anything mum. I'm like one step away from a Karen haircut and a fucking minivan. Don't knock the minivan. I know you had one and the thing I'm obsessed with in it is that it had a vacuum cleaner. Yep. Chrysler Pacifica, if you're listening, please sponsor the show. Give us all minivans. <laughs> no, literally. Have you, have, you, have you still got your van? I, I have my Sprinter van. I don't have my minivan. What was the one I saw? The Sprinter van. Is it the one you have? Yeah. yeah. What was the one you saw? got rid of? It was a minivan, like a for kids. Yeah, like, you, know, you have. Did like, I see that? I mean, he had it like 10 years ago. Yeah, oh, no, I don't. Probably was stoned or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was. It, that car was the shit, I will say. Mm. I remember going to Disneyland. I mean, Mommy and, and I like, came back to went to Vegas in one. It was great. Yeah, you like the uh, that van life. Yeah, oh. we had the seats tipped back. We had the TV on. I mean, me, me and Bill Ward, being in the seventies, did a whole. We used to do major tours in a GMC mobile. We had one of them things. Yeah, 
But the shape of that, you know, it was an old. But if that came out today, it still looked good, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, no, that's like a that's like a collectible in the van life circuit. Is it? Yeah, the GNC mobile home. That's you need a, you need a VW van with like psychedelic painted Bill Ward, on the outside. Me and Bill Ward did, did countless hours on them. Do I need that van? I don't know. We have an Airstream. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Come on, let's get, get serious. Okay. Um, and Mum, your podcast, what is yours going to be about? Okay. Shopping. Uh, Shopping truck. Oh, here we go. He's off. Your starter for 10. Go on. <laughs> um, okay. I want it to be, there was a show that I used to love to watch when I was a kid and it was called That Was The Week That Was and it used to go back for the week in news from everything to pop culture to political to everything Mm -hmm. and it would just recap the week in news and that's what I want to do. Okay, that's great. Yeah. Dad, what about you? I want to do a show where I recap the recap, which. (laughs) (laughs) That would actually be really funny. Yeah. Very layered. Uh, I mean, I'd I'd like to talk about something else rather than my fucked up body. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I you know, I think you. I mean, I mean, I made the announcement earlier. I've done two. It's. it's, I I, I sat down after that and I go, what now? Yeah. I'm not. You know, I don't do anything else. I'm not interested in anything else. Music is, to put in you know, one word, it's been my life. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how to do anything else but be Ozzy Osbourne. <clears throat> I'm, 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 I mean, I've had a lot of records, you know. I've, I've, they've all been successes. Uh, we have a, uh, a yourself a new Grammy winner right there. You got uh, yes. two. Best Rock Album of the Year. <laughs> two of us. You got two this year. So that's, uh, you know, still... Still got it in you. Yeah, but it's, it's like, I mean. Is that encouraging for you when you win Best yeah, Rock it Album? It is, but at the same time, it, 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 it pisses me off because I know that's as far as I can go with it for now. I mean, I got the award, but I couldn't do a gig right now. I'm working towards it. I've been having vocal. Uh, uh, I had this girl coming and did my vocal course. I'll do it, I tell you. Ozzy's been having his singing vocal, lessons. yeah, he's singing lessons again and it's exercising his voice, keeping his voice where it should be and it's working great. I, 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 I think you're sounding better. Yeah, but I know, but I, I, I'm, I'm lack, I, I've got no stamina. Because when, you, when you get laid up, the first thing to go is your stamina. Do you, how are you feel? like, I know you don't, you're kind of sick of talking about it, but for people listening, how are you, like, where are you at? With your health, how are you feeling? Um, like, what's your uh, my lower back is? I'm going for a, what they call an epidural this soon, soon. because what what's happening? What they've discovered, the neck has been fixed, but below the neck, there's two vertebrae. When the bike hit me, and I mean the disintegrate. There's nothing left of them, so they're going to put a part, a, 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 a small rod in what he wants. Uh, hold no, on a second here. No, it's not here. the big one. No, 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 no. It's small. It's very, very small. It's not the whole rods that go from his because neck they, they, to this his... Guy is... So what, are they fusing discs? I, I don't know what the fuck I don't mean. know the technical but term. But all I know is right now I'm in a lot of pain. I'm in a lot of discomfort. And you have to have another surgery, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. So this will be surgery number four? Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Have we had a second well, opinion? I said, I said, well, to, I, a second and a I said to the, okay. the doctor yesterday, I said, you know what I've heard, which I have, people who have discs replaced and re- worked on, they become the strongest things in the body and it goes down. It, it's like a domino effect. That's yeah. exactly what the doctor said. And yeah. He said, look, we don't know. We don't know if it's going to work. If it's not, we're going to get a second and a third opinion. Mm. And he's doing that now because he's got, you know, because what's happening now, way to my where, – where, in my back here, mm-hmm. the two dicks are going away, and the muscles on my shoulders have separated from my skeleton. And that's why I lean forward because it's all, the gravity is holding my – bringing my head forward. Mm. So it, it, it's straightening me and – but 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 then I, I'm thinking. I was thinking when he was telling me I've, I've 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 walked like that all my life. Yeah, you've always kind of been a. You've always led with your yeah. head, kind no, of thing. No, but as he said to me the other day, I said to him, "Why did you always walk like that?" And Daddy said, "I thought it was cool when I was a kid." And <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> so cute. <laughs> Can you please explain Prize Picks to me? All right. First and foremost, Prize Picks is one of our sponsors here at the Osborne's Podcast. Besides being one of the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platforms, Mm -hmm. it's an awesome way to win money. So the way it works is it takes about 60 seconds to get an account on the app. You pick your favorite players from your favorite teams. Essentially, what you do is you choose with the knowledge you are given on the stats of the player on who you think is going to perform the best. And you can win money. And it's not against any other people. It's against the system itself. So it's really quick. It's really easy. But just since getting on the platform, it's kind of fun. It's like super easy. And I'm excited because the NFL season is just starting. All my friends, all they do all now until, you know, middle of January, all they do is talk about football. And I just kind of sit in the corner and I'm kind of using it as a way to educate myself and get money. Yeah. All right, Cal, how do our listeners get involved? You go to prizepicks.com forward slash Osborns and use the promo code Osborns where you'll get a first deposit match for up to $100. Support the podcast. Go to prizepicks.com forward slash Osborns. Daily fantasy sports made easy. So now as far as the where, where you're at with the Parkinson's, are you you feel like well, you're in a... You know something? I never think about it. Mm. I never... I don't go, oh, I've got Parkinson's. Because it's so mild. I mean, it's ridiculous. If I don't take the medication, I tremor a little bit in the morning. But I don't feel, as long as I take the medication, I'm fine. So you feel like, and I guess for people listening, it's it's more the, the spine injury that's been hindering you versus the Parkinson's. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, I think that's getting a, a lost in translation a little bit from like the stuff that's I mean, been but, spoken. But, 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 but like, the thing, the, the thing, the, the bad thing about Parkinson's is when something goes wrong the other, with the, you know without the Parkinson's, like oh well, you got Parkinson's. I mean, it's, it's like uh, yeah, it's nothing uh, related to the Parkinson's. What Ozzy has? No, but what I'm what I'm, what I'm saying is. When like, first the doctor did the first uh, second surgery, who fucked me up? When I said, "I go well, you got Parkinson's, you know, it's, it's get out clause," <coughs> and doctors fuck up. Yeah. But this other doctor, he says to me the day, he says, "Because Natalia, my nurse, got me to go and see his other guy, 
He wanted to put like a fucking four four foot pole down my neck. Oh, he wanted to fuse the whole spine. Yeah, and that's and, and see this, 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 this doctor says, <clears throat> let me tell you something. He says, if you do have that, don't come here again. It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it, that's like, I mean, my whole thing though with doctors is like, especially surgeons. <laughs> surgeons you know, my like advice to anybody, but what I've learned, if any doctor or any surgeon says you need surgery, you have to go for a second and third opinion. I, I don't know what I was thinking when that guy did my neck up. I mean, I, I, just, I just thought he knew what he was doing. Now, because I, I don't think the story has ever really been spoken well, about. What happened with the initial? Tell people what happened with the initial. Well, story. I had, a, I had, I, I went to the bathroom one night. The lights were out; it was pitch black, and I, I, I misjudged the bed, and I, I missed it, and I, I landed flat on my face. And I, I, the, I, I ate the ground so hard, and it was, it was just, I just lay there. Oh, well, I, I thought you hit your neck on the bedside no, table. No, no, I, I, you know, I went, I went smack on the floor, little face down. But Daddy didn't put his hands out, so he had no hands out to, I, I, to break the fall. So and, he just and, went. Uh, down. I, lay, I just, I lay there, and I, 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 I knew I'd done some damage. I wasn't in pain, but I just. The way I hit the ground was like a big flat. And I said, I just said to Sharon, your mum, Sharon, she said, what are you doing down there? I said, do us a favour. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> are you checking Are you checking the carpet? So, so I said, I call her now, and she said, are you joking? I said, I think I broke my fucking neck. Mm. So I went, went to the doctor, hospital. There was like pandemonium there. And eventually I went to see this neuro... What was he though? He was what? a uh, no, Daddy. We called the um, guy that was taking care at the time of Ozzy's Parkinson diagnosis. So we called him and we said, "No, okay, let me back up here." The hospital. He went to Cedar Sinai emergency room when we called the ambulance, and they because that's the nearest hospital to where we live. So they took him into. Cedar's emergency room. It was a Friday night. It was absolutely packed. So there were Vietnam, it was awesome. people, <laughs> people waiting in the hallways on beds. You know how it gets. Yeah. And you can't walk down the hall because either side there are people waiting to be seen. I go in there like, you know, dragon mother, and I'm screaming at everyone, saying, uh, I have a I have a charity with this hospital. Why aren't you seeing us right oh, away? Oh, you went full Karen. Oh, full Karen. And then they're going, there are people who've been waiting for hours. And I'm like, yes, but I have a charity here. You have to, <laughs> have to take care of my husband. Do you know who we are? <laughs> really? Don't you know? And so after I abused about three of the staff, somebody finally came and put him in a room and they x-rayed him and they just said to us, look, he's got a lot of swelling. It's obviously going to be very painful tomorrow, but there's nothing wrong. They didn't do an MRI. They just did an x-ray. So they said, go home, take two Tylenol, you're going to be fine. Oh, one off the wrist and go to bed. So... God. So anyway, he came home the next day, obviously, you know, bruising and whatever. Stop it, you two. <laughs> so uh, he was in agony and, and he couldn't, couldn't lift, move his arm. Yeah, couldn't lift his arm up. Couldn't lift his arm up. So I called the Parkinson doctor and said, I'm not going back to Cedars. 
do you have anybody in your hospital? That hospital was called... It was USC. USC Keck Hospital. And uh, because it's associated with USC Uni, it's meant to be a very good teaching hospital, this, that, the other. So we go to the Parkinson's doctor. He calls his mate from the spinal ward. He comes in dressed like uh, a model for Prada, you know, stinking of cologne, big handkerchief that matches the tie, a black Prada suit, and you go, this guy's got it. This guy, look how slick he is. And I was like, oh, he must be a brilliant surgeon. So he, he comes in very suave, gives us all the crap, puts Ozzy in ICU and says, I can't operate because there's too much swelling, but he needs this operation. They took MRIs and everything. He needs this operation. If he doesn't and he falls again, he will be a paraplegic. So they put him in ICU so as he couldn't get a cold, he couldn't get sick or pick up anything before the operation. He was in ICU for a week and then they said, fine, we can now do the operation. I did think of getting him a second opinion because I was so in shock about them saying what could happen to him. And I listened to everything this man said, everything he said. And it was just like... Well, you saw me, you got a f- 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 footage of me going in the surgery. Yeah. I mean, I, it's one of the most disturbing things to me, the footage of dad going into surgery. He was dancing. He was listening to me, literally lifting both hands, headbanging, going into surgery. And then when he came out, has been unable to do what he was doing going into surgery after. Mm-hmm. I know. And, and I still can't do it. No. And, and the I, thing is, I keep going, Jesus, I've got to sue this guy. Do we? But then you cut, you cross to, do I want three years in court with this man? This yeah, but, is going to be but the endless. thing is, he's just he's got Parkinson's. Well, yeah, and that but that's always going to be their get out. Oh, it's because of the park. It's because of the Parkinson's. And in my experience, having MS. Doctors literally only fucking read what a surgical, you know, publication will release. So they're they're lumping in every single person under the sun with Parkinson's, even though it's different with everyone, mm-hmm. just like MS. And they're gonna say, oh well, he he only didn't recover because of, you know, the the Parkinson's, and it's not. That's that what I was saying earlier on. Yeah, but he was with the Parkinson's. He did a major show on New Year's Eve mm-hmm. and for two hours, and this happened February 2nd, so it's like... 30 days later. After that, after Ozzy went into surgery, came out, was just... It was like a nightmare in hospital for three months, getting worse and worse and worse, comes out, he's got terrible atrophy, just in a terrible state. They had him on every medication you can think of. He was on like 46 pills a day. And then we cut everything down with the medication. We cut everything down, got him home, and it's just been a nightmare ever since. And then COVID hit, and so there was no going to doctors for a while. When COVID hit, I thought, that's okay because nobody can work. And so I'll be all right with anybody thinking that a couple of years. That was four years ago. I'm still fucked up. We've since had two um, operations that have tried to redo the damage that this first surgeon did because everybody's opinion was this first surgeon went in and did stuff to Ozzy that should never have been done. It was the wrong treatment for the 
Injury. Injury. So he went very aggressive, very, very aggressive with Ozzy. And he just didn't need that. And um, he put in two plates with screws. And over since he had it done, the screws were coming loose. And the bone around where the screws were, were disintegrating. And so, there was debris from the bones going under his spinal cord. So why can't we sue this fuckstick? <laughs> I know it's um what I know I mean at the very least write a letter to the board yeah I mean like this guy's fucking clicking his heels down to Prada and fucking you know dad's having to cancel tours it's like it's ridiculous well we can have him as the doctor that fucked Ozzy up yeah what <laughs> what? I said he'll be known as the doctor that fucked you up, took oh, your career I, I, away. I mean, he, he, he put it this way. They said if I didn't know, he said if I didn't have this surgery, I'm out of four. I've got a good chance of being fucking par paralyzed. But it's, instead, he's got, got crippled me. Yeah, it's fucked. Totally fucked. I'm... But then you, you've had a f pretty fucking shit couple of years as well. No, my two years have been great. I have been awakened to the world. <laughs> Meaning I, what? I'm as woke as shit now, so don't fuck with me. Um, <laughs> um, Kelly's like, oh, God, please. Just please shut up, Mother. I won't shut up. That's. I'm not asking anyone to shut up. I'm just so fucking over talking about it. I am. I totally am. But, no, I'm doing, I'm doing really well. Okay. Everything's a learning experience, and I'm doing really well. I've sorted out what I really want to do with my life. What's, What's that? Just fucking be happy oh. for however long I've got. I just want to be happy, have a nice, calm life. Mm. I just want calmness and serenity in my life, nothing else. I don't want to start thinking, oh, God, if I do this, I'll get this accolade. Uh, what is it? Whatever the fucking accolade. word. Accolade. Yes, and then I can do this, and then I can be Mother Teresa, and then I can Mother do Ta this. I really don't think you could be Mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could be like Mother Teresa's like friend. Mother no, I don't even think I could do that, Jack. But Person it's like she's trying it's to get not, away from. It's not. It's not like I'm looking for a whole new career, like a new start on life, and I'm going to do this. Fuck! I'm 70 years of age. I'm happy. I've done everything I've always wanted to do, and now it's time for me and your dad to do what? Wait for her to go on from the studio. <laughs> no. All right. Let's talk about you. You. All right, so the way that this works is that this cause you put inside, you put them in, and it gives you different flavored air that you just breathe in. I want to try it. You want to try it? Yeah. Let's get some cause in here. Bring in the cause. Did you ever have any bad habits? I've had so many bad habits. I've had every bad habit you could possibly have. The amazing thing with fume, it makes going cold turkey not just about sandwiches. It makes it so much easier because you can just <laughs> breathe. It makes it so much uh, more manageable, the fact that you can just breathe in air from the cause that you put in here. Um, it's got a good weight to it. So for me personally, when I was breaking a bad habit, the thing that I struggled with the most was not having it in my hand. I would constantly reach for it. I would wake up in the night 
and like feel around my bed for the doomstick. And so now uh, I don't have to. Do you want to know why I think this is really cool? Why? Because it also helps like, because I'm fidgety. Yeah. And one of the, the reasons for having a bad habit is always giving yourself something to do. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it does have fabulous. Like, it does have like a fidgety spinner vibe to it. Listen. No, it's really, really satisfying. Yeah, it's really satisfying. I'm into this. All right, Kelly, how do our listeners get a fume? So go to tryfume.com and purchase the journey pack. And if you use the code 666, you can get 10% off your order. Tryfum.com. That's tryfum.com. But you, you guys are planning on moving back to England. Listen, I'm planning... I'm going to try it. So is your you dad. And we, we'll we, see. We've been planning this for the last four fucking years. But the thing is, it. this is what I've learned. You can't plan anything. You can plan, but, you know, the best laid plans. And the thing is, I just feel that I want to go home. I want to give your father a chance to live his life without being photographed going in and out of doctor's offices and headlines saying he's dying and he's got this long to live. I don't want that. Mm. I don't want that every week. I want him to have a life. Shut up. (laughs) I want him to have some dignity, a life, and we can do what we want more in England than we can here. Yeah. Fair enough. (laughs) Dad's looking at me like... Look at him. (laughs) Uh, and Kelly, you've had an exciting couple years. I have. Um, Fill everyone in. Let them know what's been going on. The good, the bad, the ugly, and the newborn. So two years ago, I had a, uh, what would you call it? An awakening. <laughs> I would I would call it a, uh, a purging. Yes, there you go. A it's purging. A- um, where I found myself heavily addicted to drugs and alcohol again. And my parents gave me the best gift they've ever given me, and that was sending me away to treatment at this incredible treatment center in Austin, Texas. Speak up. He said speak up. Okay. And so I went to Austin, Texas, and it changed my life. And it, for the first time, I had like a full psychiatric evaluation and learned all about the things that hold me back and the things that like – it just painted a picture that allowed me to put things in the right place. And it was really incredible. And then I got out of treatment and moved in with my wonderful parents because. It's been a lovely avenue. I can't love it. It, it, I, on it the, the honest to God truth is I wasn't ready to live on my own. And I think it made mom and dad, not to speak on your behalf, feel safer knowing that I was under their roof. Mm-hmm. I mean, hats off to you for spending this long living here because I was here for two weeks, two years ago, and was ready to jump out the window. What are you talking about? <laughs> I love living How here. It's, it's honestly the only, the only issue. It's, it's all the dogs. That's the only issue for me. Oh, my God. It's my favorite thing about living here. Fucking Pepsi at five in the morning going. She doesn't do that anymore. Oh, I hate that dog. She doesn't do that anymore. Jack, Jack. How can you hate her? Because she gobbles shit like it's going out of fashion. But they all do. But then she has a cigarette. It's only Lemmy and her. Okay. Too, too many. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> but um, well, I mean, I, why do dogs do that? I've often wondered why. 
Why does love to do that? Well, people, and there's something people wrong. People lick arseholes, so... Yeah, but not every day. Well, some people do. Yeah. That's facts, Mum. What? It's facts. Lick it's a fact arsehole. of life. I don't fucking lick an arsehole. Okay. I guarantee you've licked Mum's oh arsehole. Oh, my God. I guarantee I That's fucking what, have not. We just got the title of this podcast. I guarantee you've licked Mum's arsehole. That's the name of this podcast. <laughs> it's called Checking the Nine Volt. I have not. <laughs> I guarantee you, of all people, no, have licked Mum's arsehole. I'm taking these no, headphones off. I need to go to a happier place. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to talk about Look this. Look how silent mom is because mom's like, he's licked my stop brown eyes. I've licked his. Stop talking about tossing salad, please. Oh, you guys. All right, are... change the subject. <laughs> um, so besides being inquisitive about if mom or dad have licked each other's assholes. Um, what have that, what is, what's the last I'm two years? I'm not inquisitive, it's facts, Jack. No, it's facts. not facts. All right, move on. It's speculation, okay. it's speculation. Okay, anyway, so. Um, have you? Oh my God. Licked mom's asshole. No. I can guarantee you that I have no. not. Do not answer that question. Do not ask that question. <laughs> Moving on. So. Um, we licked my asshole tonight. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, I feel romantic. <laughs> so, oh outside god. of going to rehab, <laughs> I just had a bed, baby. Darling. Oh my god! No, fuck. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. It actually might be one of my new favorite uh, companies, seeing as uh, just about to get married. So, uh, let's talk about some sex. Blue Chew is a direct-to-consumer product. Uh, you go online, bluetooth.com, you fill out a little application, and I got these awesome little packets in the mail. Now, let's talk about what's in these packets. All right, so Bluetooth has the same active ingredient as uh, Viagra Cialis, but a fraction of the cost, and it's chewable. So you can get munching real quick. You don't have to deal with any of the embarrassment of going to fill a prescription for a bone pill at the pharmacist and uh, having them explain to you how it works. This comes right into the mail and it's on and popping in the bedroom. So if you're looking to keep your fall uh, spicy and hot and, uh, you know, topped off with a, you know, pumpkin spice latte and a uh, blue chew, we've got a special offer to our listeners. You can get your first month free uh, by going to bluechew.com, filling out the application at the end. Use the promo code 666. All you got to pay for is a $5 shipping fee. My soon-to-be wife is very pleased with this current sponsor, so... I don't have four kids for no reason. I had a baby and his name is Sid. Okay. And he's gorgeous. He's the best thing that has ever oh, happened to he's me. He's the best. He's lovely. He's he's really like He's coming oh, into his own now, isn't he, Kel? Oh my god, he's so amazing. He's I like just, a little dude. He's just kinda like <laughs> He's gonna be a naughty he's, little boy. He's he's like he's cool. He's very cool. He is cool and he's funny. And I it, it's weird to me how I look at him and he's what like 18 weeks old and he is just he's he does things that are really funny and he loves his nana like he comes goes and sees nana every morning and every night before he goes to bed and he just sits there and laughs and laughs and just chuckling i do i do silly voices for him and he just loves it and he's like very smiley with me and mom <laughs> talks about all the animals tell him all about the animals in Noah's Ark. <laughs> Do you remember when we went to Noah's Ark? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck but, you know. 
That was you. You took the what happened to that photo? Great photo. Oh, uh, I still have it. We used it. Were you in front of the cross on the door? Mm. Yeah, I, we have that. We used it for some like promos or something. But I have like fully embraced mum life. Really? Everything to do. I just love being a mum. I love other mums. I love talking about being a mum. I like it is like everything to me. It. It, I will say, like, I, I remember years and years ago, I was at a uh, a dinner once with uh, Lewis, our half-brother, mm -hmm. and he was talking to a guy about just dad stuff the whole time, and he was talking about, you know, babies and kids, and I just remember sat there being like, oh, this is so fucking boring. But then when you have your own kid, it's kind of like all you want to talk about. Yeah, it really is. And the just the the love explosion that you feel when you when you have your own kid. Yeah. It's the most incredible feeling in the entire world. It made me cry, and I know it was hormonal, for like the first month of his life, I couldn't look at him without just tearing up because I loved him so, I love him so much. And he's just, he's magic. I can't wait to see him in his little shorts and cap and a little blazer at school. <laughs> wait, sure. With his knobbly knees. He's so gorgeous. Shorts, cap, and where's he going to school? In like- In um, England. I've chosen a school that, well, we have talked about a school and, and if it work, if I, if when we go and see it, I like it. Where is it? It's here and it's in London. Oh. And in New York. And, and what so, is it? Switzerland. Is it the French school? Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Such twats come out of that school. Oh, Jack. <laughs> no, it brings me to the Ricky no, Gervais story of the kids he used to see in Hampstead going to school. Hampstead yeah. cunts. And <laughs> Hampstead cunts. He'd go, they're all little cunts, these rich kids. And they all come. <laughs> and then they say they've got mental problems. And they, all they are is addicted to heroin, those little cunts. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the French school, huh? I thought you were going to send them to school with uh, with my girls. Oh, okay, doing the, doing the, doing the fancy school. What have you been up to, Jack? What have I been up to? Oh man, these last five years have been been kind of kind of a lot. You know, obviously, been doing a lot of ghost shows, a lot of that. It's been that long since we did that show together. Yeah, it's been five years since we did the podcast, and it's been five years since you and I did our show together. Must I just quick. can't believe how quickly it's gone. Honestly, isn't it, I'm isn't shocked. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. And I know you know Five it's years. like... Mm -hmm. So the last few years, I've been doing a lot of ghost shows. Um, got engaged to Aerie. Um, had a uh, another baby with Aerie. Um, so we've got Pearl, Andy, Minnie, uh, Minnie. and Maple. Um, let's see. And then just been... It's, it's, it's been really good for, for uh, Aerie. She's... she's I can't, she's got someone to work for now, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah, I think having a having a baby is really, I mean, as you know, it's like when you have a baby, it like hyper-focuses you on like, this is now my priority. I have to like... it's It changes everything. Yeah, it really does. It changes everything. But like, Ari and I are very similar with our anxieties and fears and... Well, you're not just uh, you and Ari. Every parent is... But just the, the way our brain works, I should say. So... It's been really awesome to be able to have this and share this experience with her because we both had babies at the same time. Yeah, and it's and it only it only I mean it did just it, I don't think that anxiety ever goes away. It just kind of transfers into other. I was saying to Melinda this morning, 
I don't think I'll ever sleep again. You kind of don't. It's funny. Like I can, I I can sleep through like, you know, if the TV's on a bang or whatever. But if I hear one of the kids go, Meh, I'm like awake. I sit there and I just wake up and then I check to see if he's still breathing. She's good, Pearl. She'll go over there anyway. Remember she took on the train? She was great. Yeah. Pearl's, Pearl, a, Pearl's a trooper. I love Pearl so much. Yeah. I love you, all of your kids. They're great. They She's really 10. Are. Can you believe that? 11. She's 11 in April. Fuck you, know. Yeah. It's just. It's Five like, years, she'll be 16. Yeah. Okay, I'm no, going to no, come no, up no, with no. my saying the days drip by and the years fly by. Yeah. It's yeah. so true. I know. It, yeah, it's uh, it's wild. Um, but yeah, so I've just been then we're starting Osborne Media House, which is kind of the new the new venture for all of us. And I think we ought to do Osborne News, like E News. Osborne News. We should have. We should wait. Have, do we get, do we get to make up bullshit then? Just like uh, sure, just like every should, other news. No, network. we should have somebody that works for us with camera in the street. And we should have our representative go to uh, premieres, get on the red carpet, ask loads of questions. Become an accredited news agency. Daniel would be really good at that. He's very good at Daniel on the the, beat. The man on the street kind of stuff. It'd be like, uh, what was that? What was that movie with? uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, how he was like the, the the journalist, the video. Oh, I know what movie Night, you're talking about, but I can't remember what it's called. Night, Nightcrawler. It'd be like Nightcrawler. We'd just send Daniel out in a van to go, you know, capture news. Yeah, why not? But yeah, I mean, for me, it's like my hopes with this is like, I think there's been such a shift in media in the last five years. You know, we've all, we've all worked for the biggest networks ever. Mm-hmm. And the problem is with that is like we've all worked for someone and what you've had in, with your experience and we've all had varying kind of stages of it with working for these big corporations is they can just say no not today we're firing you for no fucking reason i mean with what happened with you at cbs yeah and nbc and nbc with what happened with you at e you know i quit yeah but you quit under like really shitty and you shouldn't have had to quit like that's the, the point like yeah. well i quit at nbc but they were still and I just like, look at it and I'm like, why are we giving... What, 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 were you, what was in NBC? Uh, when I did uh, America's Got Talent and uh, I fell out with the guy that ran the network over Jack and they were just what, awful what, people. They, I, got, I got hired to do a show and then they fired me because I had an MS diagnosis and they said that I wasn't able-bodied, and, which is kind of bullshit. Um, just because they like read, you know, they they read what MS is, and they were like, "Oh, well, you must be, you know, this- a liability." Yeah. They called him a liability, and after they'd given him the gig, and um, I just said, "Well, let him host it then. He doesn't have to take part because it was like a, a an extreme action show." Yeah. And I said, "He doesn't have to compete because it was people competing competing with special forces." Mm. And I said, "Let him host the show then." They had a woman that had once hosted Dancing with the Stars, hosting this show about military special forces, and I'm like, "Surely Jack's better than you know." somebody that's hosted a dancing show because of you you genuinely are interested in that yeah. and not that she wasn't interested i'm sure she was very interested but not as interested as you no. but anyway um it all ended very badly because they wouldn't they fired jack and i just thought it was wrong 
Yeah. And I said, I'm leaving. You can all, whatever I'm out. Yeah. And but, but the thing is, look, the bottom line is, if you've got an opinion and you don't play the game, if you don't play with these people well, then you're out. And yeah. the thing is, I totally understand. If someone was working for me and they were a pain in the ass, I'd fire them too. Mm -hmm. And I'm a pain in the ass. So. Why are you a pain in the ass? Because I say what I feel, and this thing is... But darling, you know, TV, you can't go, well, I think he's a f No, I get it. I'm not complaining about it. I get it. I was just saying, if somebody did that to me that was working for me, I'd go, go home, leave me alone. Yeah. You know, if you don't play the game, everything is a game. It's just that game. It's the same for TV as it is movies. That whole world is... You either play the game or you're out. Yeah, and that, but but that's why with this, we now have our own game, and it's our own game we're playing. We're not playing mm -hmm. one else's. We're not having to, you know, represent. Well, can we some, get people into to into? We, we can we can do that. We can do we can do whatever we want, and that's the thing that I'm excited about this. And we don't work for anyone but ourselves, you know. And you can talk. We can say really whatever the fuck we want, and not get you know. Obviously, within reason, we're not going to go on like crazy, you know, <laughs> tirades here. But um, I just think this is a great place for us after doing this for 20, you know, for, for well, at least us three, 22 years and dad for 50. It's like we don't we don't work for anyone but ourselves now. And mm -hmm. I think that's the way it should be. And, you know, I'm excited to see what this leads to. But we, we should have, we should have. Uh, uh, when we're doing it together as well. Yeah, we're going to do it together, and then everyone's going to do their own individual thing. Yeah. You know, you're going to do yours with Billy Morrison, which will be great. You guys can riff on all sorts of, you know, stuff. You guys. Well, like. we, we do that thing for a serious I mean, XM. Yeah, it's 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 fun. You know? Yeah, but know, we all knock three or four shows off in about an hour. Yeah, that's exactly what we're going to be doing. So, you know, I. Uh, I do think that we need our own van with a satellite on top that's on the streets, our roving reporter. <laughs> Stop swearing. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm open to discussion, but see, that's the great thing. We, we could, if we wanted that, we could do that. Well, let, let's, let me kind of just throw something in the works. But what do you think is going to end with this gun thing in America? Oh, God. Oh, boy, that's a pivot. Um, it, the short, uh, my opinion, as someone who owns a lot of guns, uh, nothing will end it because the the real issue isn't necessarily. I mean, it, the access to the guns is certainly an issue because some people have access to guns that shouldn't, but the Constitution protects that right. But it's the fact that if you really wanted to to stop people who are mentally unfit from having guns you need to revamp HIPAA. HIPAA is what protects your medical information and stops it from being shared. So how can the federal government or any local law enforcement know that someone is truly mentally unwell and shouldn't own a firearm if they're not allowed to have access to any mental yeah, but, health uh, records? Okay, what about... We were talking about pedophiles earlier on. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake! But what I'm saying is... If you're a, if you're a, a non pedophile, you put on a, on, a, on a thing. Yeah. So if if, if some if well, well, but if, if you if you own a a certain gun, mm -hmm. you should be on a list. 
but that that's a violation of the constitution at that point. That's like cuz cuz then you could turn around to say, well, what's to say if you're a certain religion you should be on a list or if you're a certain, you yeah, know. Yeah, but 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 it's it's it's, the it's, Fed, uh, it's getting that bad now. Yeah. I got I guess like I've been on the shooting. It's like it's, it's I but I do think that parents should be prosecuted when you have no. an under 18-year-old with a gun. Oh, they are. They, they should are. be totally Absolutely. prosecuted, but, but not fined. They need to do no, jail they, time. They yeah, do. but, but kids, kids are very clever. They'll find out to get, but, get uh, but listen, there was a six-year-old that went to school and shot his teacher in the face. Now, whose fault Chess. is that? The mother. Yeah, because she, you shouldn't, they yeah, shouldn't but, have but access the, to the, it. The, the kid that shot the school up, his father bought him a, a gun because his birthday. Yeah. No, it's like listen. I, come of age, eighteen. I, I am. I am a firm. You know, I. I love the fact that we have. You know, I have access to owning firearms, and I'm very safe with them. And you know, but but only, it's only safe. What about that guy in Vegas who shot the fucking thing? Yeah, I mean, listen. It's mass shootings happen. They do absolutely, and it's yeah, fucking but, so horrible, uh, and it sucks. And every other country, every other country that's had a shooting. The, the next fucking week, they've changed the law. But what happens here when, you know, a true tyrannical person takes over? The the the, the Second Amendment has never been about having a gun to protect yourself from a home Isn't invader. it about a militia? It's it's the right to bear arms and to have a controlled militia. So the, the whole purpose of it was to hold the federal government accountable so a tyrannical dictator could never... Stay in office. Like when everyone was going nuts about Trump, oh, he's a dictator, he's a dictator, evil man, evil man. Well, what happens when there is actually a genuinely evil man that does go, great, because you're talking about lists, dictators like putting people on lists and then they like getting rid of those people. Historically speaking, I mean, it's happening to this day in countries. I mean, look at Russia, for instance. You know, they're just rounding people up and sending them to the front. So, or Iran. Hmm? Yeah. You look at Iran, you look at you know, every China. China, I mean, all these, di- you know, dictatorships who a- they absolutely abuse citizens. We'll never see that here because of the Second Amendment, because if it gets to a place which it's truly crazy, there's going to be enough people to say, actually, government, no. In theory. Hmm. Are you happy you asked that question now? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, any other questions? Cal, what's your hopes for Osborne Media House and your podcast? I mean, of course, everybody's hope is that it's successful. But what I like about it is that it gives me the opportunity to do what I want to do and talk about what I want to talk about and just a platform where we can all be ourselves. Because, I mean, that's what I've been talking about recently with our team of people they're like what do you want to do what do you want to be i'm like i just want to be myself mm. like why is that so hard for you to understand yeah and it's and i mean and you're kind of in a and you are a new self now you're a mum. you know it's like you you're going through a kind of a shift mm-hmm. definitely it, everything in my life has changed absolutely everything yeah Mind you, he's, he, he can, he's, he's, he's the best thing that's ever happened to him. It's the best, like, the best. And I just look at his little face and he's got the same shape eyes as me and the same shape mouth and I just want to... 
Just smash him. Smash him. Just want to smash him. him. Get cute aggression. Um, you know what I did think would be a funny podcast episode here every now and then? If we had the kids interviewing dad. Yeah. <laughs> I think Pearl would be great. Listen, after my birthday party where she got up and did 20 minutes. I was thinking about that the other day. I thought, fuck, you know, I wouldn't do that now. No. If someone said go do some stand, I, I, I guess for for – for reference for people, we mom had a uh, a 70th birthday party in October, and at the end of it, my daughter got up and did like five or five or ten minutes of stand up, and like she's never done it. She's like, I just want to go tell some jokes, and I was like, okay, like kind of trying to be like, are you sure you want this to go real bad? <laughs> that she'd written herself. Yeah, she had she had material written, prepared. Yeah, yeah. and, and was, then she asked for a volunteer from the audience to yeah. come up. And yeah, it, she's brilliant. I mean, fearless. I mean. That's, I mean, I, it takes on to do that. Yeah. I think can I, on that note, can I go back to my baby now? You can go back to your baby now. We're going to wrap Thank this you. up. Oh, this is Ozzy saying goodbye for now. Goodbye, everybody. Uh, bye. We'll see you guys soon. There's more podcasts coming. Just uh, make sure you click like and subscribe below. You make sure you, uh, you know, follow the podcast however you receive podcasts, whether it's Spotify uh, Pandora, um, the Apple podcast app, you know, all that fun stuff because we're going to be coming out with weekly podcasts now from here on out and then all of us, our own podcasts. So, uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you around. Kelly, last words. Ta-ta for now. <laughs>